And welcome to the Business God's Way podcast. My name is Jeff Elder and I equip kingdom-focused entrepreneurs to build prosperous businesses for the purpose of advancing God's kingdom in the marketplace. Each week, you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips to help you build and grow your business God's way so you can truly become a kingdom-focused entrepreneur with impact. And hey, we just might have a little fun along the way. Let's dive in. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Business God's Way. My name is Jeff Elder. I am the host of this show. I hope you all are doing well. Hope that you have seen God at work in your life and in the life of your business. I appreciate you taking the time to listen in to these episodes. It really does mean a lot. To me, and each time an episode goes out, my prayer is always that God would take my imperfect words and would form them into the words that he knows that you, the listener, needs to hear on any given episode. And so I pray the same thing for this episode. I pray that God would um, use it that the Holy Spirit would um, take these words and plant them in your heart and that God would um, water that seed and cause it to grow so that you can not only um, be uh, transformed more into the image of Christ, but that your business can be um, transformed into um, a place of impact for the kingdom. And that is what my prayer is for for this podcast. And so I thank you for, for tuning in. Um, I'm also going to ask you a favor. If you have not left a review yet for this podcast over on Apple Podcasts, I would really appreciate um, you heading over there and just taking a few minutes to do that because the more people that do that, um, the more opportunity that this podcast has to get into the ears of people just like you and um, opens the door for God doing great things in their life as well. So I really appreciate if you would uh, do me a favor and go ahead and do that. And today I want to talk about a topic that is, it's one of those topics that I think we all probably struggle with. I know, I know I do, and I know that I've, I've struggled with this more um, a couple of years ago, and it, it's still something that I deal with today. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that and my own personal story. But I want to talk about the, the idea of ambition, now, I want to start off by saying I'm, ambition is kind of like a two-edged sword because, you see, ambition is not bad, right? It's not bad to have ambitions. It's not bad to have ambitions um, in life, in business, 
Um, you know, it, ambition can be a good thing. It, it's what motivates us to to continue moving forward. It's the thing that gives us the passion and the desire to want to continue, um, even even when things get tough, right? And so, ambition is is really a, a good thing, but just like all other good things. It really comes down to the motivation of our hearts, right? Because even though ambition is a good thing, it could very easily become something that could very well destroy us. When ambition becomes self-focused instead of God-focused, that is when we head down this road of destruction, And I think when it comes to ambition and the dangers of ambition gone bad is in the life of Saul. In fact, it was because of his ambition that cost him his kingship, right? Saul started off after he was anointed by Samuel as the first king of Israel. And by the way, if you want to read what I'm kind of drawing this truth from, um, you can find it in, in 1 Samuel chapters 13, 14, and 15. And, and I want to kind of paraphrase what's going on here for you guys, because that's a lot of scripture to read um, in just one episode. But I want to just set the stage here. Then I want to, I, I want to kind of share um, some highlights. So we all know that, that Samuel anoints Saul. Uh, uh, yeah, Samuel anoints Saul. And Saul becomes the first king of Israel. And everything seems to be going well. Right, Saul seems to embrace his new kingship um, the way that that he should. Right, he's he's focused on serving the Lord. He's he's focused on serving people, and his his ambition, in my opinion, is a good ambition. He desires to please the Lord in his ambition to become a good king that God called him to be. Well, if we follow the life of Saul, we will soon soon learn that Saul, Saul's ambition starts to fade away from pleasing God and it becomes more about pleasing himself, doing what he desires to do, not what God desires him to do. And we see this a couple times. And the first time we see this is in uh, 1 Samuel chapter 13. And let me, let me kind of set the stage here a little bit. Um, in chapter 13, we see that the Philistines have gathered 
And the Philistines assembled together because they wanted to fight Israel. And so, so here are the Philistines. They are assembled and their intentions are to fight with Israelite, uh, with the Israelites. And when, when the Israelites saw this and they, they realized <laughs> that this was going to happen, they, they realized, oh my goodness, we, we need to do something about this because here comes the Philistines. They are about to attack us. And so Saul assembles his army to prepare for this, um, this battle that, that is about to, um, to happen. And so Samuel tells Saul that he is to hold up where he's at for seven days. And then Saul, uh, Samuel is going to come meet him and not to do anything until Samuel shows up. So here's Saul gathered with his men who are terrified because the Philistines are assembled to attack them. And what happens is Samuel did not show up. Seven days had come and Samuel has not shown up yet like he told Saul he would. And so Saul's men got, they were afraid. And so they started to scatter. They're they're like, yeah, we're out of here, Saul. We don't know what's going on, but we're scared. Um, The Philistines are here. We don't know what we're doing. We're just hiding in these caves. And so they start to scatter. And so what what does Saul do? Well, in verse nine of chapter 13, We'll read, this is Saul in verse 9. So he said, bring me the burnt offering and the fellowship offerings. And Saul offered up a burnt offering. Just as he finished making the offering, Samuel arrived and Saul went to greet him. What have you done? asked Samuel. Saul explained, when I saw that the men were scattering and that you did not come at the set time and that the Philistines were assembling, I thought, now the Philistines will come down against me and I have not sought the Lord's favor. So I felt compelled to offer the burnt offering. Right? So Paul in his fear, he takes it upon himself to offer a sacrifice to the Lord because he says, I have not sought the Lord's favor. See, he wasn't seeking the Lord to begin with. And so he figures, well, maybe, maybe if I make this, this offering, then God will show favor to me and everything will be okay because I saw my men scattering 
Now imagine as a king, when you see your own men begin to scatter. <laughs> what does that say about your kingship, <laughs> right? And so I'm sure Paul,、uh, I mean Saul, I'm sure that his ambition was, I'm going to show these men that I am truly their king. Even though I am afraid, even though I have not sought the Lord in this situation, but let me take matters into my own hands, and let me make my ambitions about myself, and let me offer a sacrifice. Because then maybe God will find favor. Well, listen to Samuel's response in verse thirteen. He says, "You have done a foolish thing," Samuel said. "You have not kept the command the Lord your God gave you. If you had, He would have established your kingdom over Israel for all time. But now your kingdom." Will not endure. The Lord has sought out a man after His own heart and appointed him ruler of His people, because you have not kept the Lord's command. Now, here's an interesting thing about this story. Why was it wrong for Samuel to offer? A burnt offering. Well, here's why: it wasn't his job. <laughs> a king is not supposed to offer burnt offerings. That is not his job. That is not what God commanded. The only people God called and set apart to offer burnt offerings were the priests. Samuel was not a priest, but he took it upon himself to offer a burnt sacrifice, in hopes that that would that would bring God's favor upon him. And instead, it did the opposite. It did the opposite. This was the beginning of. Of Saul's downfall. A couple chapters later, in chapter fifteen, this was kind of the final straw, and basically what happened there was that God told Saul to take his army to go completely、um, annihilate the enemy. Basically, God said to kill everybody. Do not, do not let a single thing or person live. And Saul again took matters into his own hands, and he decided that he did not want to do what God told him to do, and therefore there were survivors, and that was the last straw. That was. Chapter fifteen is where we can read about the rejection of Saul 
as the king of Israel. Once again, because Saul did not obey. He did not obey God. He allowed his ambitions to be king, to become selfish ambitions, and that is what led to Saul's devise. And that, my friends, is what happens when ambition goes wrong. You see, all Saul had to do was obey the Lord. All he had to do was obey the Lord. He was God's anointed king over God's people. And God wanted Saul to acknowledge him, to seek him, to obey him. And if, if Saul would have done that, then Saul's ambitions would have been God-focused ambitions and this whole situation would have turned out differently, right? But as we know, it didn't just, it didn't stop with Saul. Even David had his own issues and we won't go into all of David's um, ambition issues, but even David had issues as king, right? So, so the point of this is that when our ambitions for success, achievement, that, that job promotion, building a business that, that we will be, we could be proud of, all of those things are not bad things. They only turn bad when our focus gets onto ourselves and their ambition becomes driven by our own desires, our own pleasures, rather than the desires and the pleasures of the Lord. Now, I want to share a very personal story from my own life. And this illustrates, um, this illustrates ambition gone wrong as a, as a Christian entrepreneur. And I'm not, not very proud to, um, to tell this story, but hey, you know, I, I, I want to be transparent with you guys and, and I want to share from my own experiences because I know that's how we all learn and I know that I learned a lot from it as, as well. So back in 2008, I started a... My, my first company that actually took off was back in 2008. And we did well. We, we lasted about seven years and things were going well. And we were very happy, me and my business partner, we were very happy with um, the way things were going. There was a lot of um, opportunity and um, things were going well. And in 2014, I had the, the honor and privilege of receiving an award from the city that my business was located in at the time. 
And it was an honor to get this special entrepreneurial award for my achievements and for me being an active part of, um, of the entrepreneurial community. And it was a very high honor um, for me. And I was very fortunate and very blessed to have received that honor. But you see, the problem was um, on the outside, everything looked good. Um, I, I came across as, as everything was okay, everything was fine, I was happy, the business was fine, everything was well, um, all of my ambitions were, were God-focused, and um, everything was good, quote, unquote. But there was a much different story inside of me. I was miserable. Um, I was not happy. I was not happy with the business. I was not happy with um, who I was as a business owner. Um, I felt like you know my goals and dreams and all my own ambitions were not um, happening. And so I was very unhappy. And it, it led me to begin to wonder, like, what, you know, what does the future hold for me as, you know, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur? Well, around that same time, the business had an opportunity. There was an opportunity presented to us for a, pro a project. And the project was a very good project. I mean, we're talking a game changer project for the company. This project, you know, this project would have taken us to the next level. And I, at first I thought, this is it. This is the answer. This is what's going to help the company. This is going to help me kind of figure out what I want to do. Um, and so we pursued the project and we got the project and things were going well for a while. And my ambitions were that this project was really going to help my business uh, make an impact for the kingdom. You know, that was where my ambition started. Well, the project kind of went sideways and my ambition for um, serving the Lord in it, 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 got, it, it got overshadowed by the prospect of the money because uh, the money was good and the money was really good. And so my ambition went to the money and it became all about the money. And all of my decision-making in the business was a result of the money. And it caused a lot of pain. It caused um, a lot of, um, for me at least, physical, um, physical pain, emotional pain, because eventually it, it caught up to me. And eventually my ambition for the money um, in, a, in a negative way, because again, I want to be clear, um, even money 
is not a bad thing. Okay, but it, it can be. And in this situation, for me, um, the money became a very selfish driven um, desire to want to make a lot of money because I thought that was going to be the answer to everything. Well, fast forward in February of that year, I was getting this award and by November of, the, of that same year, fast forward just a few months, um, I had lost my business. I had to shut it down. And that was the most painful season of my entire life because I had spent so much of my time, money and energy, love, sacrifice into building that business. But in a moment, in a moment, in a switch of my ambition being God-focused, to self-focused, that is when disaster struck for me. And that is why I ended up losing that business. And that is why, even to this day, I do the best I can to always check my motives when it comes to ambition. I have to ask myself, why, what about this is driving me? What are my true ambitions here? And I have to check those because I can be, look, just like all of us, I am a sinner. I am tempted. I sin. I struggle. I stumble. Right? We all do. That is why we need the grace of God in our lives. But I need to guard myself. I need to guard my ambitions. Because as we saw in the life of Saul, his misguided ambitions cost him his kingship and eventually it actually ended up costing him his life. For me, it cost me a business that I loved that I poured a lot of myself into. And so my question that I want to leave you with today is this. What ambitions do you have in your life right now? Write those down. Write down those ambitions that you have right now. And then after you write those down, I want you to, to ask the Lord, whether those ambitions are God-focused or you-focused. And then, I, then I want you to share that list with a trusted friend and, and, and get their feedback. And just share with them, you know, these are my ambitions. Do you see anything potentially wrong with these? Do you think these are God-focused? And then ask that person to hold you accountable to make sure that your desire is always about serving the Lord, that those ambitions are always God-focused. Because that's the only way that God is going to give us those ambitions. <laughs> you see, God wants to give us the desires of our heart. He wants us 
to see our ambitions come to be, but only if they're going to please him. Only if they're going to please him. So, ambition. It is a very good thing, but we need to be careful because it can very easily become the very thing that might end up destroying us. Those are my words for you today, my friends. I hope these words resonated with you. I pray, I pray that you will live a life of ambition. I pray that you have ambitious goals for your business and for your life. But I also pray that you will continue to do business God's way and keep those ambitions in check. All right, that's all I have for today. God bless you. I'm praying for you guys. If you have any questions or if this episode spoke to you at all, I'd love to hear from you. Um, you can reach me over on Instagram at jeldrea. You know, leave me a message. Let me know, you know, what are your ambitions? You know, what, what are some things about this episode that spoke to you? What are some changes you know you need to make? You know, let me know over there and, and I'll definitely respond back to you. All right, guys, until next week. And as, as always, continue to do business God's way. Bye-bye.